0: Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder.
1: Y'all, we're going to have a good time today. We talk about accidents, accidents, accents on the Smarticle Podcast. Let's take five seconds of silence. Hopefully, I won't come back with another accent. Okay, here's the headline: A Brief History of the United States Accents and Dialects. Megan Ululani Lani <laughs> brings us this article from Smithsonian Magazine.
0: I I think she has four names, so it doesn't a lot I, of names. I think she might be Native American. Uh, Megan oh. Uli Lani I, I did a little background on her, and she's done some stuff with the Native American. I, I don't know, but um, you know, I'm gonna give her a six on the mocha meter. Smithsonian Magazine. Nothing leads me to believe that this is a pretty straightforward article. I mean, I guess you could say, I, I, le- I really love this article. I t- told you this before the show. This is probably my favorite. I mean, I always say that, but this might be my favorite of all time.
1: So, I'm going to read this first line. Did I get this wrong? The United States may lack an official language? I thought English was the No, language.
0: no, there's no f- official language in the United States. Wow, that's crazy. It's not in the Constitution. There's nothing that says we have to speak English. There are people that want it. Interesting. They're the hardcore uh, right-wingers. that are like, English should be like, I'm like, okay, well, Spanish was spoken here before there was English. And what about native languages? They were here beforehand. I think we need to be a, a multilingual country and with no, no national language. That's silly.
1: All right. So the United States may lack an official language, but a road trip across the country reveals dozens of different accents and dialects of English that serve as a living link to Americans' ancestors. Accent center on the pronunciation of words, while dialects encompass pronunciation, vocabulary, and grammar. They vary both by region. U.S. is commonly divided, as you know, Brandon, by the West, the Midwest, Southwest, Southeast, and Northeast, but broad accent categories based on these regions are more accurately broken down into diverse dialects across different localities. Mm -hmm. Dialects in the Deep South, for instance, encompassing Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Georgia, and South Carolina are distinct from those in Texas. Let me just recap real quick what what I'm on this article. Some group of people arrived in this country a long time ago. Let's say they landed in Florida. Those people would interact with the natives there. They would then interact with the transatlantic slave trade. Hence, then a special breed of English is made in that region. And it sort of just percolated there for a while Mm. because travel was easier in the American West. Dialects mixed more freely there, producing something slightly more homogenized so like that's why it's very distinct in the north and south of the country versus like in maybe like missouri-ish or the west you're the perfect person to talk about this because you grew up in california you lived in the northeast you now live in appalachia so we turn it over to our dialect expert brandon dole well i
0: I do love dialects. I love regional Why dialects. Why do you love dialects? I, there's just something about it that's so interesting to me. I love to hear it. I love It's funny how I think I have a good ear for dialects. So, like, I can, when I hear somebody talking, I'm like, oh, you're from such and such a place. Really? And a lot of it has to do, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you've asked my wife. She's always like, how did you know that? I'm like, if I hear somebody speaking, I'm like, I talked to this guy last night. I didn't know he was from Michigan. And I was like, wait, are you from like Michigan? Or he's like, I'm from, I am from Michigan. How'd you know? I'm like, because the way you say your teeth they have this really nasally thing where they they go, uh, we go to the mountains and we have buttons on our shirts. They don't pronounce their T's. By the way, I'm going to post this in the show notes, but there is a video in this article about this guy that's a linguist. It's from Wired Magazine. It is unbelievable. I I went rabbit hole, baby. It's like an hour about all the dialects and why they're... So if you're at all interested in this, this is amazing. They have different... Uh, linguistics uh, teachers on there, they talk about Gullah. Have you ever heard of Gullah? The Gullah language? Never. The Gullah nope. language is a language that was is still spoken on the outer banks. It starts at basically Wilmington and goes to like north, the north, like Jacksonville. And it's these isolated pockets of basically former slaves who were on these very isolated islands that the slave owners didn't want to live on. So they kind of formed their own language called Gullah. It's like a patwa. Wow. It's like a. It's a uh, a creole language it's amazing it's fully in america dude they're they're fully american but they speak almost a totally different language i remember reading about uh, i read this history of south africa i know you're going to be like what a weirdo but what was fascinating the most fascinating thing about it was when the dutch first showed up they got to south africa in 1700 the dutch settled there hey, grandpa, we get, and grandpa where are we going with by this by the time no this is where it got to within 200 years The language spoken by those Dutch settlers called Afrikaans was completely different. A Dutch person could not understand them. It was no longer the same language. I'm just fascinated. It doesn't take a long time for whole new languages to to break out. And this, the video talks about each one of these regions and why they do it. I just think it's amazing. I love that regional accent. I think it's fantastic.
1: Well, I never really thought of it any I just thought, well, we're just different parts of the country and everybody speaks funny, but I didn't understand it from this perspective of it's a mix of someone came from some other country, Mm -hmm. talked to our native people. Then this transatlantic slave trade happened and they were talking with African people and they sat there for a while because travel wasn't a big deal and they percolated. So, for instance, Louisiana, New Orleans, right? Cajun people
0: totally different Southern accent than people in the rest of the deep South, yes. because it's a mix of so many different people, by the way, it's a mix oh my of, gosh. there's Irish people settled in new Orleans and French ah. and slaves. And so there's African language. When you look at the South, a lot of people like everybody talks to me. I was like, absolutely not, man. I live in Appalachia well, and there is a, because Appalachia was very isolated that the accent between an Appalachian person. And by the way, there's a, there's an Appalachian white accent. And there's an Appalachian black accent because mm. of just these, it, it's all about isolation. How isolated are you from other groups to form these languages? And they, say, they said about like, there's not even really, I mean, we oftentimes say, oh, these regions, because they have so much interconnectedness, they don't have an accent. I remember when I moved to Louisville, I expected everybody to have this Southern accent. Absolutely not. You wouldn't even know that it was, it is very non, there's just no accent. You get outside of the city limits, half an hour, and people are like, oh, you you heading up there to Louisville this weekend? Oh. You know, very southern. Tacley like got marbles in their mouth. But if you're in Louisville proper, there's you would not know somebody who was not from
1: New York or Why? Kansas how how Go- is it in the middle of Kentucky and Louisville?
0: Because it's all about in and this article talks about in this video, really explains it. Because it's the it's the mixing of the languages, right? So when you're hearing a certain dialect, you just speak that way. So people are coming from all over to Louisville and it's got a huge urban population, just like San Francisco, just like you could fly into Louisville tomorrow and honestly, they would not know you were not from Louisville. They hmm. you just don't hear the accents as deeply. But if you drive an hour south into in, you know, into Bardstown, Kentucky near, near,
1: near, 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 it's just
0: a different it's a different dialect, and I love that. I think it's amazing. I love these dialects. I love that when they talked about and and the linguists talk about like the way we move our mouth and the way our tongue hits, and it's just crazy. It's
1: fascinating, you know. Once again, we feel like we're a little bit unique about this. It is pretty cool when you think about all the different dialects and the, everything, all the different types of people in America. That's great, but there's all sorts of British accents as well. It's not that there's not one British. And there's Cockney and there's you know Scottish. There's like a thousand different dialects. Yeah, but there's an island. There's an island out in North Carolina.
0: By the way, you said that North Carolina is the most dialectically diverse state in America because of all the different places. I don't even know. It was fascinating. I had no idea about this. But if you go to the Outer Banks, apparently there's an island that was completely cut off that even British people that show up there think that they're from England (laughs) because they have this really distinctive accent that sounds British. So a lot of it has has to do... And by the way, if you go to England, you know that there's accents all over that country that are unique because you know people in Birmingham speak differently than people... That are, you know, in the South. And by the way, he also addresses this video about the hard R. Apparently, everybody Uh, in England spoke with a hard R. uh, Car. Right? But now, in England, the posh accent is you don't, you don't uh, hit, they, they, there's, it's called ronet. R, heavy R's. Um, And in certain parts of America, people have a, especially in the South, the hard R is spoken. They call it the pine, uh, the pine crescent or something that these people speak with this hard R. I'm like, oh, that's really fascinating. The California Valley girl accent had to do with the mix of oh. Spanish and English.
1: Okay, we're going to get to that in a second. Okay, all right. But is this all because you're a Bible-believing man, Brandon? Oh, yeah. We tried to build a Tower of Babel and God smite us. And we had different languages. Yes, is this it's all, all
0: God. It's all God. Yeah. Okay.
1: So that was my, the million-dollar question is, I'm from California. I've resided here most of my life. We don't have an accent in California, right? Most people do. Yeah, you do. Totally. No, we don't. Yes, you do. That's ridiculous. Absolutely. Ridiculous. If you,
0: you obviously didn't read the article or watch the video, absolutely have an, an accent that is very distinct. I remember when I went to Italy to study Italian and I met this German girl and she's like, you speak like you have marbles in your mouth. You speak like you have mashed potatoes in your mouth. And, I was, and that's a California. We, we run our words together. We do mm, these certain things that you're not even aware of because you're totally used to hearing this, so you're not breaking apart. So, for instance, if you talk to a Latino family that speaks – everybody in California knows there's a certain dialect that Latino Californians speak with that yeah. it's hard to explain it to them. Yeah. But you all know it's like, oh, yeah, that guy's family speaks Spanish at home or they're like second, third generation removed. Plenty of, of Latino Californians okay. don't speak with an accent.
1: Bad example. There's no way someone speaks with an Arizonan accent. Sure. Absolutely. No way. They, like, I get the California thing. There's a lot of Latinos here. There's no Arizona accent. There's
0: tons of Latinos in, in Arizona, idiot. What's wrong with you? Okay. Idaho. Yes. Washington. Yes. Every place has its own distinct accent. You just, they may, not be, as, they may not be as heavily pronounced as, say, the Northeast. Like Boston accents or deep South accents. They may not be pronounced to our ear, but absolutely they have a, a thing. I took this stupid online test years ago. It was one of these things going around Facebook. It was like, do you know, are, are, where are you from? And I took it and it was like, you answered, I don't know, 40 questions about like words that you said, like is it kitty corner or catty corner or whatever. So I answered the questions and I thought to myself, and I'd gone, been gone from my hometown of Cloverdale, California for years upon years. But I thought, how would I have said it if I was back in Cloverdale? And I kid you not, dude, I took this test and it said, you're either from Santa Rosa, California, right by <laughs> Colmel, or Modesto. I was like, holy cow. Based on the, the the answers I gave, they were able to identify another friend took it who grew up on the East Coast and they got it to within like 100 miles of where she was from. And I was like, that is fascinating.
1: If anybody ever claimed that I was from Modesto, I would jump out of the wheel- <laughs> building from wherever I was. <laughs> I'm just gonna go on record and say this: my favorite American accent, mm. or the United States accent, is Minnesota. I love the TV show Fargo. I just—it's such—it's—it's—it's it's, it's so simple and just—it's oh, endearing sure, and betcha. lovely. Yeah, that
0: whole oh. yeah. Ah, sure. You bring the hot dish over but to the very, party.
1: But it's very similar to Wisconsin, like Minnesota and Wisconsin. They're right next to each other, idiot. I course, know they were settled that. by the same groups of people. I know that.
0: By the way, this article says that it's not about ge- it's not about political boundaries, it's usually geographic boundaries. So like mountain ranges, mm. rivers, things like that are what create this. It's fascinating that you can look at these different places and hear somebody speak, and I hope we never lose that. And by the way, he says in the video that in fact, not only is it a lot of people were afraid that it was we were losing it, mm. this accent. But, in fact, it's actually getting more diverse, which oh, wow. I thought was really interesting. I would not have thought that. But, you know, back in the – I remember watching. you watch the old movies, and the guy's like, hey, hey, my, hey, boys, we're going to go down here to the bar. We're going to get – you know, it's like that doesn't – no one talks like that anymore. They had that mid-Atlantic accent that they made up for, like, newscasters where they speak in this fake accent. It's just crazy fascinating.
1: Wow. I knew this was going to pique your interest. Oh, I, I, kn- I mean, I just – I missed in my calling. Region- I should have been a linguist. I love it. Why didn't you become a linguist? I don't
0: know. I, I didn't know there was such a thing at the time. But man, when I, wa- I I'm going to put that link in the thing. I highly recommend anybody listen to this. Take a few minutes and watch it because it is truly amazing how different and unique we are as a, as a nation. It's crazy,
1: which I think makes us cooler and funner than we oftentimes More fun. think we are. More fun. All right, Brandon. Thank you for playing a linguist on the Smarticle Podcast today. <laughs> Hello. Fancy seeing you
0: here. Orange juice. Certainly.
1: Don't tell me, you've forsaken your beloved whiskey and whiskies.
0: No, 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 no. I've just changed their colour, that's all. I'm going for the pale pastel shades now. They're more becoming to me.